An entry from the journal of Margaret Flint, blacksmith and chairwoman of the Azure Bay Metalworkers Union. Had more of them sniffing around the house the other day. Thank the mother I forgot my coat and had to double back, or else he might have come home to a burgled house. They were marbles, boys. I know they were. But they wouldn't cop to it, no matter how much of a beating I put into them. I hope spitting them back to their boss spitting teeth will make him think twice about sending anyone else, but in my heart, I know it'll just convince him to hire better muscle. I know you just don't like me fighting, or is that piss enough marble too much will just paint a target on our backs, but we just can't live our lives in fear of what he might do. Rufus deserves to be able to grow up breathing easy. I started double-checking the locks every day, coming home at noon to make sure everything's all right. I asked Solitary over the locksmiths about working at a deal, maybe labor in exchange for new locks, but all of it's a half-measure. Nothing stops unless Marble says it stops. Something's got to change here. We can't just keep ignoring the writing on the wall because we're afraid of what it means to defy it. I'm sorry, Eustace. I wrote home, asked him to send me my old armor. I went to the market after work today and I bought a new axe. I know you wish this is a problem that would go away on its own, but it's not. And with you gone, I gotta do what I need to do to keep our boy safe. Something's gotta give, and it ain't gonna be me. So the uh, the office of the culture admiral is kind of in the center of the town. It is this nice sort of. It's almost like an Italian like villa. There's that still that blue stucco. There is lots of archways. There's really nice shingles that Italian architecture has. I guess they're just called shingles, right? Arched, like like a rounded rounded shingles. No idea what a shingle is, but so it's cool. Well, it's a couple different things, but for what I'm talking about is like. A, Nope, not that. Don't Google shingles. <laughs> <laughs> it's both a roofing, it's a roofing material and a rash, and I got the second one when I googled it. Googling it now. <laughs> <laughs> I just said not to. Shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's what's done is done, man. I, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah. Fair. My laziness saves me. Yes. Either way. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just this really nice house. It has a um, sort of central fountain in front of it. And that, that fountain is, is depicting like... I think it's just... It's like it's like a ship with the water spraying around it. You know like like those... That, that big like mural statue in, in Rome? Yeah. But the, sh- the thing about the ship in this fountain is that it um, has an actual... F- waving flag that's the flag of galeria which is also on a on a on flagpoles on either side of the entrance of this building just so you know it's the admiral's office there are there are guards with muskets uh posted outside they are wearing padded sort of doublets with in like tights and boots 
um, pretty standard affair. They have iron helmets that are obviously built so that their horns can get out. Because they're orcs. Cool. I just uh, walk up and I say, uh, 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 it's, it's just me and Tiuku, right? And Eustace? Oh, um, I mean, you know what? I'm going to turn, I'm going to say, Tiuku, you're probably the best at, you know, talking to people. Yeah, sure. Tiuku's been, like, kind of, um, absentmindedly casing this place just a little bit. <laughs> just, like, um, out of habit, maybe, since it's a fancy place. Uh, Tiuku's gonna approach the guards and be like, I believe, uh, Gregorius Pirnu is expecting us. We have a correspondence from Miss... Mrs.? Was she Mrs. or Miss? Mrs. Mrs. Yes. She's got a wife. Yes. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Morgana Deeplor. I think the guard at the front looks at you and he goes, oh, looks at his compatriot. Says, so what am I supposed to do in this situation? And the other one says, well, you ask you ask for identification, some sort of authorization. Don't sorry, he's it's his first day. He's learning. Oh, that's all right. You know, it's it's someone's first day every day. I'm sure he'll learn soon. Yeah, I think these guys are named Pollux and Castle. These two guards, uh, and they are they are brothers. Uh, their last name is Dotrieve. A what? Pollux and Castle Dotrieve. Um, and Castle is a new one, and he says. <clears throat> yes, welcome to the uh, welcome to the office of of, of Gregarious Pyrrhon, new culture admiral of the wonderful country of the wonderful country of Galeria. Uh, could I please see your invita- your appointment papers? And and, and Pollux throws a, a thumbs up. <laughs> Do we have appointment papers? <laughs> you have the you have the letter. Yeah, I guess I guess she says the letter like. And the letter is sealed in the crest of the Deplore, uh, yeah. you know, company. And he, and he, he takes it and he looks at it and he squints and then he holds it out to Pollux who reaches across the door and, and looks at it and says, yeah, that's good. You're good. Don't worry. And he goes, whew. Yes. It is with our great pleasure that we welcome you to the, to the office of Gregarious Piano, cultural admiral of the wonderful country of Galeria. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so enthusiastic. Uh, Yatuku waves at the Zara and Yusus to be like, follow, follow her. We do. She's like, thank you. You're doing a great job there to the castle person. And like, just like walks in like she owns the place, basically. I think I'm on my way past. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so castle hands you back your, your letter and they both wave you in. And and behind you, you can hear Castle go, uh, Pollux going, see, that's not too bad. Just going to work on your delivery next time. And, like, pats him on the shoulder. And then you come in, and this is this, this is beautiful office, this, this beautiful entry area, which is, we've talked about uh, Galera being pretty Baroque in styling. And um, while that's not necessarily the case for every building, because there's a lot of just, like, normal folks living out here, who have a lot more simple, like, you know, the stucco and stuff. But this definitely has some calls to that. There's this this like big central dome in this building, you know, as a skylight with etched glass. So you, you look down and there is, like, faint shadows of, you know, things that are etched in this glass, like stars and um, ships and stuff that are kind of like thrown on all the walls. There's a nice like marble floor with with like it's tiled, uh, which is nice. 
and there is there's a a bust, a marble bust of the High Admiral, like on a on a like a pedestal in the middle of the of this entry hall. Uh, and on the opposite side, there is a um, a big desk. It's kind of basically like a receptionist desk, a little bit fancier um, than a than a sort of scrawny orc, uh, like an older guy with sort of like paler green skin and and these tiny wireframe glasses is sitting at. And he he looks up. He says, "Ah, hello, welcome to here. Who are you?" Hello, uh, we are from the Deeplore Expeditionary Company. Ah, the ones who set out on the hand-in-hand expedition recently. Indeed, that's us. And he kind of like sizes you up. He says, "I trust the island was irremarkable." Yep, totally irremarkable. Mm-hmm. Nothing to see there. <laughs> I think Duke elbows are like <laughs> behind you. Just, just kind of like coughs. <clears throat> well, there there were a lot of interesting uh, rocks. Rocks, yes. Uh, someone leaked a rock. Nothing happened. You you know those rock scientists do that. Wasn't even a dwarf. Geologists. What? They're geologists. They're called geologists. <laughs> Yes. I see. Yes, ge- geologist. We're scientists. And he kind of looks at you over his glasses and he says, Congratulations. I am Monteverius Gallo. I am the head communications officer for the Culture Admiral. I take it you have correspondence for the Admiral? Indeed we do. That is why we're here. Well, uh, as as fate would have it, the Admiral is in at the moment. He doesn't have any active appointments. So while I would usually tell you to come back at another day, well, I suppose Lady Deeplore is close enough to him that he would make the exception. Lovely. Thank you, sir. And he kind of inclines his hand, smiles at you. Uh, but it's a little bit, it's a little bit patronizing. Cause just because he's that kind of, he's a froofy dude. Seems nice. Yeah. And he, he, he like stands up and he straightens. He's wearing this really nice tunic uh, with like a frock coat. And he's got the lacy cuffs on his, on his jacket. Um, and he says, if you'll follow me this way. And he, he leads you uh, around the corner down a hallway to these two huge oaken double doors uh, that are inlaid with gold and have big brass doorknobs. And it says in gold, like stenciling across the doors, it just says Gregarious Pyramid. Wow. It is within the office of the culture admiral to maintain a certain level of ostentation so that folks are reminded of the prosperity of Galeria. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I am reminded. I'm very reminded. <laughs> Indeed. I, I, now I jab uh, Tiuku in the, in the side. Like, <laughs> like, no stealing. <laughs> and you, you open the door. Uh, he opens the door for you and you're led into this office. And it is a um, oh, it should probably be on the second floor because he wants to have the view. So during that, the, the, he took you up the stairs. There's a big spiral staircase with a, hey, it's consulate. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I've been neglecting saying anything. I yeah. I wanted to say so bad that like while we're going up the stairs, I take out the cam on top over the skylight. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody wants... A fucking reference. There's a map in Rainbow Six Siege called Consulate, which is built in a very sp- similar. Uh, I just realized this is fucking cool. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know this <laughs> castle too. I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
and there's this guy, this this fellow, this orc. He's this big dude. I don't know how big you expected the culture admiral to be, but he is very big. Is he bigger than Ford? Yes. Oh. But he's also older than Ford. Mm. Um, and he's not like more muscular than Ford. He's just taller than Ford. Does he look like a nerd? Uh, he looks he looks like a baller. Is the thing. Hmm. He has this beautiful like maroon and gold overcoat. It's like an admiral's coat with the uh, with like epaulets and and badges on it. He's got um, gold caps on both of his horns. He has these big ram's horns. Um, and he's just kind of he's kind of he's just very broad, like sort of like this like old school strongman, like broad breadth. But he does have glasses on as well, which are these like tortoise shell glasses, um, which you know means he must be fucking loaded because he's not they're not metal frames they're actually glass that is that has been molded into the into, into spectacles which is harder to do i think than just making wireframe glasses he's standing and like his back is to you and he's got like a skull in one hand and it is a it is a gem encrusted skull oh uh, and he's he's doing he's doing whatever the analog is to alas poor york from hamlet in this universe okay is he he's actually like acting it out yeah, yeah. He is a nerd. He is yeah, a nerd. He's a, he, he's a drama nerd. Terrible nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that in character. I would never. <laughs> That'd but, be yeah, bad. He, he, like, you can hear him talking, and then when the door opens, he, like, spins around, and he's holding a skull in his hand, and he goes, Ah, guests, welcome to the office of Culture Admiral Gregarious Pyrenew, myself. Please take a seat, and he, and he like gestures to a um, really nicely upholstered chaise lounge, as opposed to like actual chairs. Hmm. Thank you, sir. He has a desk, but it's got like this armchair behind it. Um, there's also in this room a crystal globe, which Ooh. is like it is a globe. It is a globe of the of the you know known world, um, effectively, but it's made out of glass and like crystal, and it's etched. So that when the when you shine a light on it, it sparkles, kind of like a disco ball. Uh, and he's also got a um, uh, not a bar, but like a like a liquor cabinet on one side of the of his office. And then on the other side is this huge, like floor to ceiling, like Arcadia door or or, or a glass like window doors um, that, oh, that overlook a balcony that overlooks the whole the whole city. Cool, nice. Yeah, and he um he like kind of twirls the the crystal skull in one hand and tosses it to the other and sets it on his desk and then like hops up and sits on the desk as opposed <laughs> to sitting at the desk. He crosses his legs and he says, "Now, Montevarius wouldn't uh, bring you in with if you weren't very important. Who are you?" We are from the Deeplore Expeditionary Company. Ah, we have a letter for you. Ooh. I want to say that Tuco's eyes are, like, really large. Like, the iris is, like, when you're playing with a cat, you know? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> looking at all this stuff. <laughs> He's also got, like, um, like gold and, uh, like, silver rings on his fingers with, like, oh different God. gemstones in them. Uh, and, like, these, like, like, um, he's got, he's also got a medallion, uh, with the seal of the culture admiral on it. <sighs> and a cravat, of course. <laughs> it's like that horse from, like, what was it, Adventure Time, where it's, like, gotta steal, gotta steal. What was that from? <laughs> Was that adventure? That was, no, that was, no, over, that was the from over, over the garden. Over the I want to steal. Yeah. <laughs> I want to steal. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the welcome to the flashiest motherfucker in the archipelago. Mm-hmm. That's so far. 
It's important. Uh, he's also got like a bookcase full of like books. Um, hmm. He's got a couple of those full of these beautifully bound leather books. Yeah, but do any of his books magic? <laughs> no. Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Can't have them all. Um, I think you see like the most ostentatious thing he has is one of the rings on his finger. Uh, it glows blue and it is made out of refined magic. Mm. Ooh. Want to steal? steal that for me? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, speaking of ring, do you want to like, do you want to give me that Lieges bond sometime? We could do that later. Mm. I'm not sure if Duke actually wants to give that at this point. Oh, yeah, fair. Like, I mean, I, I always figured, like, you you could give it to, like, you could take it back. Yeah, you, mm. c- you can take it. I mean, like, on one hand, it's like a, a, like an oath of fealty, because mm-hmm. that's what the ring represented originally. But yeah. on the other hand, like, like mechanically, you're going to be switching teams and stuff. Yeah, and ostensibly, it's, like, literally no downside to... Yeah, I know. It's, it's The downside is pride. That's true. Very true. <laughs> but uh, mm. anyway, I do want that ring from this guy. I wonder if he'll give it to me, because that seems like something I want. But um, I, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll bite. Um, though that, that ring is is amazing. Is, is that is that refined magic? Yes, it was uh, an old heirloom from a, from a previous dynasty, back, oh. when, back when such things were a little bit more... Uh, Less taboo. How, how how on earth did they make it safe? I mean, if you refined this much magic, even that small amount, into a solid form, it it should be it should be very dangerous to wear. But it looks fine to me. Oh no, it's absolutely fine. And if you ask, if you're wondering how they did it, I'll tell you. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, another mystery to solve, though, right? Oh, most certainly. I, I didn't know they could refine it in such solid form like that. And he like he like holds it out to you, and it's like you know it's a it's a big fucking sparkly blue ring. I admire mm. it. Um, I I make my own, and I point to my glove with the little tanks of uh of magic, Aww. but 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 in liquid form, of course. Oh, impressive, impressive. So you're um you're from Morgana's sort of crew, yes? Yes. Yes. What a wonderful woman. She actually taught me a few things when I was just a boy. A very, very impressive tutor, that one. She's, she she's, seems very nice. Yes. Incredible. Very, very smart. Uh, she, you know, she, she, she opened my eyes to the wonders of history, which you'll notice is part of why I was so lenient with the regulations regarding this, this expedition. Well, th- thank you for that. You're welcome. You have a you have a correspondence for me. Yes, here. Fantastic. And he takes it, and he's got um he's got like a like his he's got the fingers on one of his hands have longer nails than the other. Um, Adeline isn't here, but that's because he did finger picks on a guitar. Mm. And he he like flicks open the seal with his thumbnail and pops it open and starts just reading it in front of you. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, oh my, oh my, you've certainly stumbled upon something interesting, haven't you? Nope. <laughs> Look. Just hmm. rocks. Rocks, 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 rocks. I'm not seeing anything about rocks in this letter. I'll, no- I'll note, I am seeing something about a celestial armature frame. Oh, fuck, Daria, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> well, no, Daria didn't write that. Deeplore wrote that. Deeplore! Wow! 
<laughs> okay, okay. That's another name for rocks. He looks at you. Is there a reason you are trying to keep this secret from me? It was part of the, the stipulated uh, stipulations of the agreement I made with, Ms. De- with Mrs. Deplore was that Galeria would first bid with any important... I'm sorry, sir. I'm not very good at negotiations, and I don't know when it's good to lie or tell the truth, and it seemed like everything <laughs> should be secret, so I just lied. <laughs> so cute. Well, I suppose it is an... In, is it is a... As a scientist... He like kind of squints. I suppose it is it is understandable that you would wish to keep things close to the chest. Uh, however, there is still the matter of the weapons of mass destruction that I believe are currently residing in my docks. Well, that was part of the reason for the lie. <laughs> but I assure you, they are completely harmless. As of that's, now, oh, that's inaccurate. I mean, maybe at the moment, but once you get into them and start making them move around, I'm sure the harm factor will greatly increase. How? How's about this? I, as in this letter, Morgana requests that I allow you move freely within the bounds of Galeria, and I don't. Well, freely as a little bit much, but I, I don't think. Uh, quarantining you here will do much good either because you have giant weapons of mass destruction that can get up and destroy my city. So I will offer you a compromise. While you move through Galeria, there is... there may be things that the government requires uh, assistance with that you might be in a better position to deal with than the normal folk. Uh, I'd like to request a favor. Of course, that is only reasonable. I look very skeptical, but I wait for him to continue. <laughs> well, that's just it, a favor. Is he gonna? Is he gonna expand on that? Oh, actually, I just thought of what it is. Morgana mentions that you are going to Tulane. She doesn't exactly elaborate on what you're doing there, but I imagine there's some sort of Titan artifact that you are recovering or reactivating. Maybe. <laughs> yes. So this is the, this is a possibility, a, a potentiality for like a parlay between you. So he's he's going to offer a thing, which is he's going to allow you unrestricted movement if the communications technology that you are going to have access to as the Titans, he wants you to help Galeria have that. Mm. Hmm. To set up a communications grid across Galeria with a modified version of this Titan technology. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say to, uh, to Yuku, well, it, it sounds kind of like a win-win. We get to use it. Galeria gets a nice new shiny piece of tech that improves their communications. Uh, I kind of feel like we're getting just like, just like a tiny bit the shorter stick here, though. I mean, we're doing all the hard work. What's your uh, charisma? Um, it's Yuku. one. Oh, you're better than me then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to do this, but I really want to say, like, well, let's smoke up and pull out the, <laughs> the pipe weed. It's definitely not the point for that. Um, I think I think Gregarious says, you can give it a little bit of time. Uh, I, ma- I, I hear there's a train departing tomorrow. Give me your answer before that, and all will be well. Can I try to parlay? Yeah, I think 
Oh, Tiku should try to parlay roll. Yeah, do you want to parlay with him now, or do you want to parlay before you leave? Uh, it was really uh, the thing I was giving you, in case you wanted, like, think I think that we can just do it now. I don't think anything is going to change in the time we leave. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if you wanted time to think. So, yeah, so what, what's, what's the, what are the terms of your parlay? Let's actually look at, par- let's look at parlay. Uh, uh, I got it right here. Mm-hmm. You have leverage on a GM character and manipulate them. Roll plus charisma. Leverage is something they need or want. On a 10 plus, they do what you ask if, they, if you first promise what they ask you. On a 7 to 9, they will do what you ask, but need some concrete assurance for your promise right now. So basically, I think the, what you're going for is that you want, you want something better mm-hmm. for you. You want, you want to, you want to sweeten the pot. Yeah. So the, le- the leverage is that you're doing, you're going to do the thing he wants. You're going to help him with this, but you want something more out of it. Yeah. And the thing is that I'm, I'm going to argue is that no one else could activate this except us because of uh, Zara's special knowledge on Titan tech that she has uh, studied, which mm-hmm. is a lie, but you know, but can I roll an aid roll with that in mind? Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. Right, cool. We'll we'll do the first roll first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, I have a question, really quick. Um, I'm I'm allowed to like aid or interfere even when it wouldn't matter. Like, okay, so obviously, if you got a eight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, unless you aiding uh, with a success would not change the result because it would be a partial success either way. Uh huh. Can I can still do aid right? Because I do feel like, especially with the fiction in this case, it would make sense that either way I was aiding. Yeah, sure. I mean, in that case, you would just roll the aid ahead of time. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna roll constitution because it's the same as my um, bonds with Tiuka, which is one. Okay. So mm-hmm. aid. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Twelve. So That's yeah, plus a twelve. one. Plus one on that roll. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess maybe you're like just showing off your thing. The thing I, I need from Tika right now is what you want from him. Yeah, I'm I'm still thinking about that because, like, what Tuka would want is like some kind of <laughs> legal immunity, but I'm not sure if she would just outright ask for that. Uh huh. But just like, um, uh, if you want some, I mean, so that's the thing you want. You want a little bit of 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 yeah, a little bit of leeway, like um. So. All right, so let me give you let me give you maybe some ideas. Mm-hmm. You could say something about like we are the Titans. We're gonna be we're gonna be you know reinstating this ancient order, and we're not taking over. But I think we should have a little bit of um, autonomy, autonomy, mm-hmm. government autonomy. So you're trying to get maybe a sort of authorization from yeah. the from the Admiralty. Yes, that, and it's not going to protect you from everything. You're not getting mm-hmm. immunity, mm-hmm. but you're going to get like maybe like a seal of the admiralty. Yes, um, I like that. Yeah, hell like yeah. A, like like a badge. Maybe like mm-hmm. a plus one to parlay in the future when we deal with our government. Mm-hmm. Well, not even not even not no, even no, that 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 concrete drilled oh, okay. down. Just sure, sure, sure. Oops. Like that's that's without the plus one. I rolled already. Sorry. Really? That's fine. Yeah. So it's a ten then with the plus one. Yeah. It's a ten. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, what he gives you is he gives you and he gives Zara. Um, a badge. He says, this badge, uh, well... It means we're cops. Effective. <laughs> yeah. It, it, he, it, he empowers you as agents of the Armada. Nice. Whoa. Um, and that, that's not going to help get you out of every jam. It's not going to do everything for you, but there are, there will be places where it can help. We're officially sheriff's deputies. <laughs> Effectively, yeah. You're, he just, he basically just deputizes you into the FBI. <laughs> Well, I, I don't like the FBI, but like it's pretty sweet. Fantasy yeah. FBI is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, there are these there are these um, 
They're these sort of yeah circular gilded badges that you can um, affix to your to your persons um, with the seal of the Admiralty on it. And I don't actually know what that seal is, so I, I might ask Chander about that. Nice, it's something cool. I'm sure it's got a boat on it. Ooh, uh, and like and like the the the, the, the motto of Galeria. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Ooh, maybe the motto of Galeria is like "Go ever forward in unknown waters." Oh, I like that. So yeah. Uh, so all we have to do is say we'll we'll set that up for Galeria as well as for our Titan. Yep, you will give Galeria access to this communications technology. I can get behind that. That sounds like that yeah. sounds like it'll help the people, and it'll be it'll mm-hmm. help my with my invention. Dope as hell. And hey, what, maybe you slap a maybe slap a Fontaine Mechanics symbol onto those. Yeah, maybe Fontaine Industries brought to you by Fontaine Industries Internet. <laughs> We're giving the Galeria high speed. Basically, yeah, I was, I've been thinking uh, a lot about Terry Pratchett and the Clax, which is a thing in, in Pratchett books that is basically halfway between the telegraph system and the internet. Yeah. So maybe something like that. Sounds great. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk to the, to the culture admiral about? No, I think we're good. Oh. I kind of, I kind of want to steal, but <laughs> not sure. That's like so smart, but <laughs> I still want to steal. Well, hey, maybe you come back tomorrow. Oh, true. True, I can come back and steal tomorrow. Come back come back in the middle of the night tonight. Oh. oh. You did just walk through his, like, whole, his oh, whole base. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was, I said I was casing the place. So, uh-huh. you know, I've been looking at this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess Tuku's gonna, Tuku has cased the joint, effectively. Yeah, can I also, can ask for a tour of the place like oh it's so lovely I would, I would love to see more i've never been in such a wonderful place before uh yeah i think gregarious is like yeah totally <laughs> no he's, he doesn't sound like that he's like yes of course uh, I, I i love my office it's very fantastic it's a wonderful building it's not exactly in the same uh you know it's i would like to think that we we emulate or evoke the the feeling, the atmosphere of Ebonair without actually being there. Indeed. Um, well, Ebonair, Ebonair is the capital of Lyria. Oh, yeah. basically Rome. Is this where you also live? Oh, shit. Would it be where he lives? I mean, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, if he's like, a, if he's like a officer stationed here, he probably has quarters on site. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, as a matter of fact. Myself and a small contingent of the guards have barracks. Oh, well, the guards have barracks. I have my admiral quarters. Oh, what 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 are those like? Oh, they're wonderful. It's just as comfortable as the cabin on my ship. Oh, I can't imagine. Must be lovely. Where is it? Duke was to steal that ring. Just saying. So he like kind of like puts his hand on his chest, like mock scandalized, and he says, "Miss Campania, I'm a married man." Oh, of course I wasn't. Oh no, I, I was just taken in by the splendor. Just mm. imagining that maybe one day I would live in such a place myself. Well, I mean, if you if you join the Armada, anything is possible. Work your way up through the ranks, become a guard at the, in an admiral office. Oh. Most folks want to become a captain, though, have their own ships. Huh. That that makes sense also, but I'm much more of an on-land person. I see. <laughs> That's fair. Not everybody can have sea legs like these, and he slaps his thigh. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, 
if you'd like, if you like a tour, I can, I can certainly give you one. Um, and he, you know, just takes you throughout the place. And I guess, I guess I'm just going to give you a plus one. Nice. To your later, your later <laughs> heist role. Yes. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Man. Too bad you don't have the heist move yet. That's a, that's a, that's a advanced move for, for yeah. Thief. Cool. Cool and good. Um, but yeah, do you, do you want to like examine that further or do you want to just head out into the city again? Mm-hmm. I kind of want to say that since she's already inside, she would uh, do something like uh, more than just like break in, just like set up something ahead of hand, you know? Okay. Yeah, we can we can say that that's just part of your your preparation here. When you as you are walking through, you could be like, I don't know, maybe maybe you're like in a parlor and you leave a, do- a window unlocked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool and good. Um, Eustace is also on this tour, and he's, like, looking at you. <laughs> uh, Zara is um, just, like, looking, like, very, like, touristy, like, wow, oh, tell me more. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you get through this tour, there's lots of really cool stuff in this building, I'm sure. Yeah. And then you're, you're out on that, you're out on the, on the street mm-hmm. again, and Tika, you, you feel, like, a big, fuzzy hand on your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, obviously, mm-hmm. it's Eustace. And he says to you, Yes? Are you planning on robbing that nice culture admiral? Why? Of course not. Tiyuku, were you, <laughs> were you casing the joint? What, what does that mean? I have, I have. Casing, you know, casing the joint, like, like you were, uh, you know, setting up shop and seeing where all the guards were. Never. I'm this, which is why I sound like a weird <laughs> creep. <laughs> I would never do such a thing, but it's it's very obvious that she's like she's she's not like, trying to lie, being quiet. Yeah, and um, Eustace like turns you uh, to look at him, and like it's like he can turn you. He <laughs> just moves you with his hand because he's bare strong, yeah. and he says, "Now you listen to me, Miss Bell or Campania. The various Pyrenew might be a little bit of a fop, foppish fella. He might be a little bit." of uh, what you might call nouveau riche but he's not a bad man he's just a stupid man and he's done a lot of good for the city well he's not gonna miss a trinket or two he had plenty <sighs> w- what is he doing with them well not a lot I'll admit just don't let me see it no worries yeah. alright and he turns to, to Zara and he says, uh, Ms. Fontaine, do you have any more items on the agenda for today? No, that n- not really. All right. Well, I think it might be time to go home then. Where is home? Yeah. Uh, well, I figured, you know, we've been out camping for a while. You probably don't want to sleep on more in beds or cots. So, uh, how's a home cooked meal sound? It sounds lovely. Wonderful, and he um, kind of steers you down this a couple crowded, uh, cluttered, ha- um, like alleys—not alleys, but like walk walking streets. Which I guess all streets are walking streets unless you got a cart. Mm. There's not like there's not like paved like streets for. Cars oh, yet. while we're walking, I want to hang back with Tiuku and talk to her a little bit. Well, he's got his hand on. <laughs> I see. <laughs> how 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 irritating. Um. Ah, fuck it. It's okay, we're, we're down there, a, he's up there. Eustace, oh, that's true, Eustace <laughs> is a good guy. So I'm going to lean into the and I'm going to say, are you really planning on doing, uh, you know, that tonight? Yeah. 
I am. Well, you might need a way to scale the facade. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I sort of adjust my clockwork amplification goggles. And a way to see in the dark could probably help, too. That, that would be very helpful. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't really do things like this, but, uh, the way I see it, we're supposed to be the Titans, right? Which means if you get caught and sent to jail, <laughs> that's not going to be good for either of us. That's true. Very good thinking, again. Besides, uh, well, I hate to say it, but, uh, I, I think that if I had a chance to study that ring, I might be able to get something useful out of it. Yes. But, 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 but just to be clear, you're, you're doing it anyway, right? Anyway. With without my help? No so matter what. So therefore, ethically speaking, it, it, it's no difference. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. So you <laughs> Tuku is ecstatic. She's she's so happy. Oh, look, look, if we if we go to jail, then the world's doomed, right? Yes, that would be so bad. I say that. To, I say that to Eustace. <laughs> oh. oh my lord! Yeah, I mean, I suppose if you do that, you can justify a lot of things to yourself. And he looks down at you and he says, "Where's the lines, are? Hmm." We're here. And you look up oh, and you're at this <laughs> house. Um, it's a little house built into the side of the mountain. And there is, like, you can see, like, there's, like, the, like a patio outside. And then what is effectively a garage to the side of it with a with a big shutter door. Uh, and he says, uh, he, he, like, fishes in his pocket and hands you a key. And he says, I'm going to check in the uh, my workshop. Y'all just let yourselves in. Make yourselves at home in the sitting room. Alright. Alright. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eustace goes over to the to the to the shutter doors and he like pulls them open and you can see he walks in and then closes it behind him. And Zara, you can see some like stuff in there. Like complicated stuff. Mm-hmm. Before he closes it behind him. I like I, I like l- turn I like lean my head so I can see like more of it while he's closing the door, you know? Uh, and then you're alone out here in this like sort of like back road. You know, Tiku, maybe maybe Eustace is right. I mean, he asked where's the lion. Well, for me, it's pretty clear. Clear, the lion's but- stealing. <laughs> that's that's a victimless crime. How <laughs> is it a victimless? It is a victim. Like okay, <laughs> is, listen. I'm not saying it's. Bad. I'm not saying I have any qualms against like stealing from the rich because like give, give me a break. But it, it is like objectively a victimful crime. <laughs> you are stealing from somebody, regardless of whether it's okay. Or not it is a victimful crime. <laughs> Oh lord! Well, I don't see the richest it's like, victims. It's not like a bank. It's not like like a federally like a big bank. It's 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 a guy. <laughs> it's his personal effects. He'll come by. <laughs> oh lord! Oh lordy, lordy. Um, I I don't know. Like on the one hand, like I don't. Okay, how about this? If you if you really want to do this, then I'll lend you the some gear. But mm-hmm. I, I can't go with you. That's fine. I would never risk you in such a way. Um, 
But while you're there, and I, I uh, sort of take off my goggles and say, the the see, the dark vision is kind of a new feature, so it, it might be a little buggy. So if you would do me a favor and just sort of get some data while you're out there, and I don't worry, I've calibrated it to record all the input it gets, so that'll be fine. But yeah, if you just want to make some observations and uh, report back to me and tell me, you know, what needs fixing with it. Yes, of course. Wait, you built your goggles to record like telemetry? No, 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 no. Just like, like, um, I don't know. It, it's like, uh, like whenever you flip a switch, it like makes a little note of it. Hmm. Interesting. I, 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 it's kind of I just bullshitted that right now because I wanted an excuse to like, you know, not like environmental data, but like, I'm, I, I need to test this gadget, so I'm using my assistant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I just didn't. Like, where does it keep, like, does it have, like, a little wax roll that it writes the, like, tick marks in? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, you can pop it out yeah. on the side. Like a black box sort a of thing? black box, yeah. Very, very, very yeah. rudimentary black box. Maybe maybe when you're wearing the um, devices, uh, they all hook up to the same black box. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. So, like, I want, I want to give her the black box, the, uh, um, the goggles, and the... Uh, Grappling. Well, you still have the house in front of the you. grappling hunt. Oh, I know, but like, I just mean you talk about this thing. But we have a whole other like set of scenes ahead. Right, of us. fair. Okay, we go in the house. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah, you you unlock the door. You walk in. It's a it's a it's a nice little, quaint little house. There's a there's like a set of hooks um, for hats and coats next to the door mm-hmm. with a little a little uh, like a notepad with like a bunch of a bunch of things written on it, like you know, need milk. There are three sets of handwritings on it. Um, there's like a big sort of scrawling hand. Uh, there is a a very blocky sort of like um, almost like mechanical hand. Um, not actually mechanical, but like someone who like is very very precise with their letters. And then there's this very like looping cursive on it that you know there's just like errand lists basically. And there's also like an umbrella stand. Um, and then to the left is the kitchen, and then further in is like a like a living room area. Yeah. I think Tihu calls out, like, Yoo-hoo, we're here for the food. Oh, okay, so to the left there's the kitchen, to the right there are stairs going up, and then along this hall there's, like, the sitting room, and you hear, like, down the stairs, and then a little, basically the same size as Zara, uh, Bugbear, like, jumps jumps from, like, three stairs up, and he's got a toy crossbow in his hands. He's like, freeze! Ah, don't shoot! Who... Who are you? Why are you? Why are you in my house? Oh, hello. We are Eustace's friends, co-workers, very close. You know, Pop. Yes. He 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 let us in, or at least he told us to come in. Or Tuga shows the key. Okay, she has the key. Is like that is the key. <laughs> you seen how the the the, the crossbow has a suction cup <laughs> on the end of it? Says, All right. I guess you're okay. Um, and you see this kid now, who's about ten years old. He is wearing a. Um, sort of schoolboy outfit, oh. which is like a little a little vest uh, with a with a school patch on it, um, over uh, like a button down shirt and some short pants, and he's got these big round like Coke bottle glasses on. Uh, he says, "Well, uh, I, I'm my name is Rufus Flint. This is my house. Uh, this, is, this is my dad. <laughs> you met. Was, uh, n- nice to meet you, Rufus." He like holds his hand out. Sticks his hand out uh, to you, Zara, who is the same height as me. I shake his hand, uh, and I say, I'm Zara Fontaine, artificer, inventor, extraordinaire. 
Oh, you're an inventor? Uh, I dabble. <laughs> I don't mean to brag. Oh, she's absolutely brilliant. Well, kind of, what kind of stuff you make? Well, all sorts of stuff. Um, I like, for example, I hold up my <laughs> okay, I hold up my hand <laughs> with the, with the cryogenic emitter glove on it, and I say, "This I like to call the cryogenic emitter glove." Oh, dang! That thing looks cool. And he like <laughs> grabs it off your hand. No. <laughs> oh no! Like out of my hand. He... Yeah. <laughs> oh, but be very careful with that. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, 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 no. Like, I, I grab it back from him as fast as I can. <laughs> if if oh. I can. Oh. If I danger. He's the, he, he is, no, he is, he is, he might be stronger than you because he's a bugbear. <laughs> I, I try to, I try to wrestle it from his grasp then before he hurts himself. Zara and T could fight a teddy year old. <laughs> and lose. <laughs> um, he, Okay, so so here's the thing. He's like, well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to look no, at no, it. No, no, that's much too dangerous. And I try to pull it from away from him again. He goes fine, and he hands it back. Yeah, it crosses Ooh, his arms. Uh-huh. Uh, may, maybe if with your father's permission, I can do a demonstration. Uh, I put it back on my You want to see something I built? Of course. I built some stuff. And it goes, and it like pulls you into the living room. And there's a... There's what would be a backyard on the other side of this living room. There's like a sliding door, but it's just a cave because the house is built into a mountain. Cool. And there's a, like a he like turns on a little lantern. And there's this cave in here, and you see like a Rube Goldberg device, like um, some Kevin McAllister shit. Ooh. Cool. Um, and he he's like, see that crank right there? And he points to a crank. Yeah. Turn that turn that crank. And he he runs back inside and comes out with like a like a carton of eggs, and he puts one on a like a little, th- this device has like a, um, there is a, there's like a, um, some clamps and there's like a plate, uh, like a little with like indentation. So when he puts the egg there, the egg fits there. I look at Tuku and gesture, like, do the honors. Tuku very carefully turns the crank. And he's kind of like bouncing at his feet. And so you're turning this crank and you see this set of clamps go down to where the egg mm-hmm. is and slowly depress, like press down around it, but don't break the oh. egg. And then, it starts to ratchet backwards. It goes tick, 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 until it doesn't go back any further. And he says, now press that button right there. I press it. And this arm that's holding the egg just flings the egg <laughs> like across the, across the room. <laughs> and it smashes against the wall. That there's an automatic catapult. Wonderful. Very, Im- very impressive. I'm a smart cookie, my dad says. You're very smart. Indeed. You could you could make a wonderful artificer someday. Wait, do I is artificer like a thing? Uh, it's a thing that you made up, I think. Ah. Uh I mean unless what do you think that other artificers are artificers? Artificers. Uh maybe. Maybe not really. Maybe I just made it up. <laughs> maybe everyone mm-hmm. else says like inventor or mechanic or something. No. And it's like, oh that sounds really cool. Hey, do you like books? Oh I, I love books. Do you wanna see my books? Sure. Cool. And he like grabs your hands and like pulls you. Ah. He's definitely stronger than me. So he... <laughs> he's doing he's doing like the little kid yeah. thing. A little kid sees someone who's cool and starts to show them all the stuff. Yeah, of course. Oh. Uh, and he po- and he brings y'all upstairs to his. There is um master bedroom. There's a den between them, and then there's his room. And he opens his room, and he's got this like desk. You know those like like Black and Decker uh, kids tool benches. Yeah. He's basically got one of those, but it's real tools. Oh, God. Maybe he can handle uh, the uh, cryogenic <laughs> yeah. emitter glove. Um, and he's like, 
yeah, yeah. I got my little wind up toys right here, and he and he points these little um, like like tin soldiers, little. Um, all his stuff is like springs and and gears because his thing because you know engines exist stuff like this exists but no one else can do magic like you can so I'm, I'm maintaining like yeah, that level that part of your of your thing but he is yeah he's this little this little wunderkind he's like so I got these little things I, I made a buffalo once and he holds up a little a little uh, metal buffalo it's basically just like like you know little little spring uh, wind up toys with like very basic like flat bodies um but still impressive for you know a kid sure and he's got this big bookcase full of full of books and he says i got all this stuff and, he, and he's pulling down books and showing to me the and it's like you know jules verne whoever the jules verne is in this world and and uh storybooks but like you know spe- like speculative fiction any about the titans for kids yes oh. and he says look at that look at this and he pulls down and it says the the fantabulous endeavors of the spell right sublime. Oh, uh, oh! Is that a book about? Uh, that's a book about Arto Clearwater, isn't it? Yeah, she was the coolest. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I I've certainly heard that. Uh, it is like you know, it's just like it's like a storybook, it's like a picture. Book. Yeah, and he's like he like pulls it open and starts like pointing at pictures. See this one where she did that thing. That was really cool. He flips through it. This one, that that was really cool. Uh, and then you hear a door open downstairs and close. And you, and, uh, Chiku, Zara, uh, where where'd you guys go? Oh, we're up here. And he like, um, uh, Rufus is like a little bugbear. He's like fly up. He's like, Dad's home. Oh my, oh my God! <laughs> he slams the book closed and runs out the door. Uh, and you see. <laughs> If you follow him out, you see um, Eustace at the bottom of the stairs, and Rufus jumps <laughs> from the top of the stairs and flies down and just cannonballs on his dad, um, who catches him, obviously, like a little a little furry cannonball. Oh, that's so cute. I love them. Uh, oh my god, dad, you see these cool folks that got this glove? <laughs> Does ass stuff? Cryogenic emitter glove. Yeah! Cried to Benet. A cryo glove. He's like, yeah, no, I, I, I seen it. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty, pretty neat, huh? Yeah, it's super neat. <laughs> um, and Eustace looks up at y'all and he says, "Well, I guess you met Rufus. Aren't you supposed to be at school today?" And Rufus is like, "I'm sick." <clears throat> <laughs> Same fucking same little dude. Same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Eustace just, just shakes his head. Is that all right? Well, how about you help me scare up some some dinner for for Molly? She gets home. He's like, Yeah, I can do that. Oh, hey, I can make my egg things with the eggs at the pan. It's like maybe we don't do that this time. <laughs> like, okay. No, but what about my automatic bread slicer? It's like maybe we don't do that today. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we lost a finger. This <laughs> oh, is like fucking yes. knife that just chop chop. <laughs> it's the knife wielding robot. Yeah. Chop 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 chop. And um, yeah, so Rufus like goes and, and used to go in the kitchen. They start start making food. Hmm. As he goes, Rufus uh, uses like, "Hey, y'all don't mind beans, do you?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
beans. I'll eat pretty much anything. Beans are fine. All right, pork and beans coming right up. That's all the fuck I know how to make. <laughs> oh, no, no. Rufus, Eustace does have a thing with him, but it's my, it's my speciality. And he's, so he's, they, they start going. Um, one thing you notice is you're, if you, if you spend time watching them make food, mm-hmm. do either of you try to help? I promise Tiku does not try to help in the least. I probably <laughs> would say that no, I, I'm not very candy in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, they don't ask you to, but if you offered, they would have let yeah. you. Um, but they're making a huge amount of food. Um, like more than they would have for, I mean, you don't really know how much bugbears eat, but like, it still seems like a lot. Um, and then you hear like a crowd of voices outside and, uh, the door opens again. You see a big female bugbear who, I don't know what the like level of, you know, dimorphism, gender, like sexual dimorphism between bugbears, but not a lot really. It's mostly just in like the, where like their fur is thickest. She looks a lot like Eustace, but, you know, a different person, obviously. Eustace is sort of like a ruddy, like, reddish-brown fur. She's kind of sandier in, in complexion. Um, and she's got, like, a, she's got like a hat and a, and a jacket on. And, she, and you see behind her are six goblins. Hey, what do you think we're going to eat for dinner tonight? And I was like, I don't know. What do you think we're going to eat for dinner? And I was like, I hope it's pork and I beans. See. I see how it is. It's cute. Is one of them Charlie? Yeah, one of those yeah. Uh and, and she opens the door and then sees all of you and stops and she says, What the fuck? Hello. Hi. You're in my ha- you're in my house. Oh, uh, and then Charlie from between her legs is like, Oh hey Zara, what's up, man? <laughs> and like and she looks down, she's like, Charlie, did you who and then Eustace like leans out from the kitchen, she's like Hey, darling, uh, we got guests for dinner. She goes, oh my god, Eustace Flint, I might as well kill you. And she walks up and like slaps him on the shoulder. It's like, no, didn't even say you were coming. I just got your letter. Like today. He's like, oh, I didn't realize it was going to take that long. Oh, shit. And then, you know, an avalanche of of goblins comes in. Good little uh, and, goblin, goblin boys yeah. and girls. Yeah, little goblin fellers. There's Tommy Hammer. Uh, there's there's um, there's uh, Charlie Axel. Gen- yeah, Molly Axel. Charlie Axel. Charlie Axel, Molly Axel, Genevieve, and 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 uh, Georgiana. Uh, wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Georgiana wrench. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. Uh, you know, it's really easy to come up with goblin names. But <laughs> um, a sixty percent success rate on those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and you realize that this table, which you thought was just big because they're big people, is big because there's a lot of people who sit at it. Sure. Um, though it is actually like it's like a like a like a knee height table because the they you don't sit at it with chairs; you just sit at it. And yeah, people, folks start start ladling out, ladling out uh, bowls of pork and beans, uh, which is kind of like kind of like you know curry almost, or uh, or no, it's like chili that it's like with pork and beans, and it's very good. 
and um, Eustace is sitting next to Maggie, uh, Margaret, Margaret Flint, is her name. Uh, and she's got her, like, she's been holding his hand since he came in. And she Aww. says, Cute. Island, Island wants to be found, huh? Mr. Dramatic. I thought you went to school to be an engineer. I didn't realize you went to school to be a goddamn writer. And she was, and he's like, oh, my God, darling, don't, don't, oh. He's in front of my compatriots. She's <laughs> just, like, kind of just holding on to him. Um, and Maggie looks at the rest of you, and she says, so, you're back from this strange and terrifying journey that y'all dragged my husband on. I mean, fairly. To be fair, we were also dragged on it, so. And, yeah, I'm afraid the journey is really just beginning. <sighs> no, I figured that was going to be something like that. How about you tell me everything? I look at Tiyuku. I look at Eustace, like, um, how much are we allowed to tell, kind of way? Like, Eustace kind of gives you, like, a like a go-on gesture. Like, I um, wouldn't be able to keep it from her anyway. So, me and Zara here, we're, like, um, assumedly, this is, this is not what it really is, but people think that we are reincarnations of the Titans, and uh, we have these... Uh, Big things that we get in. Celestial armature frames is what they're called. Yeah, those. Those. Oh, right. And what are these celestial armature frames? Well, technically they are uh, um, uh, large autonomous and mechanical uh, devices used for piloting, much like a vehicle. But I suppose uh, colloquially people would understand them as sort of um, giant suits of armor. Pull the other one. And she looks at you. So she says, this bullshit trip? Uh, and he goes, yeah, I spent the last month fixing them up, making them, making, you know, making them uh, seaworthy, as it were. It's really not that much different than a freighter engine, when you think about it. It's, it's a lot, a lot more complicated. Than, it's a lot more complicated <laughs> than a freighter engine. And she's like, no shit. And she looks at you, Zara, and she says, so what are your intentions with my husband? What? <laughs> Uh, uh, I will talk on my collar and I say, "Oh, ma'am, I, I assure you, it's nothing, nothing like 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 that. I we're just it's, we're just colleagues, and and, and of course, Eustace is is a very uh, qualified mechanic, and so I, it's a pleasure to be working with him. And and and, and of course, I, I do think I we mean, get along. I mean, little, I mean, little one, how long do you should I expect to have my husband taken from me? How long is my son going to go without a father?" Oh no. Jesus. <laughs> I um That's, I I'm sorry, ma'am. Mag- ma'am Maggie I, is the hardcore yeah. member of the family. No, I know. I'm sorry, ma'am, but I I really don't know. Uh, t- to be honest, uh, Tiyuku and I are kind of wondering the same thing. But Mrs. Deeplore and, and Nebo, they they seem to think it's, it's very important that we continue our work. They say the safety of everyone on the archipelago depends on it. Ma'am, or Miss, Mrs. Excuse me, but from what I've seen, I, I'm inclined to agree. All right. And it looks. she looks at uh, Eustace, and she looks at the rest of you, and she says, Where is this island? It's off the coast. Yeah. 
just five days away. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> and she she um set, she stands up and she goes to the cabinet and she pulls out a uh a bottle. It doesn't have a label on it. Um, but it's a clear bottle and there's like a, uh, sort of like amber liquid in it and she has two glasses and she puts them on the table in front of you and she says, if you are going to be gallivanting around the coast with my husband and you are going to be keeping him from his duties here, then you and me are going to have ourselves an accord and she pours the drink in. She says, this is honey wine. Make it ourselves. This is a binding contract, my friend. You are not going to allow any harm to come to my husband while he is within your employ. You understand me? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Of course. You're going to tell me where this island is. You're going to point it out to a map for me so I know that if something happens to him, I know where to go to kick some ass. Mm-hmm. This is very reasonable. So we have a guy you could kick his ass right now if you want. <laughs> um, yeah, I, TQ, I think we point it, point it out, like, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't give a fuck if she does, like... Yeah. Absolutely. She says, fantastic, thank you so much. And she raises a glass. TQ, raise a glass. I raise a glass. She clinks them. She says, art cores men. Pleasure to meet you. And she throws it back like it's nothing. I throw it back and like almost barf for poison. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like it is like it's like vodka made of honey. Yeah, Ooh. that sounds disgusting. Yeah, I think I think Tiuku drinks it with very little trouble, just like mm. knocks back. Because she, she's cool. Yeah. Um, Zara isn't. <laughs> <laughs> 